everybody, I am popular and unfunny Swedish YouTube personality Padapoop. And how about the juice? <laughs> that was my <laughs> awful but relevant dig at a piece of shit on the internet. If I weren't laughing hard enough, I would have um I would have uh, replied as um fucking what's his face from the room. Um I myself. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I did Lucky not hit her high mark. <laughs> I did not say I, it. I did not call him an N-word. Oh hi Mark. Huh. He's a very handsome man, and he has good friends, and maybe he's a vampire. Maybe he's uh, a vampire. We'll see. I, love, I can't wait for that. But, uh, yeah. Disaster artist looks fucking great. It really does. Yes. And, yeah, I said uh, it once. I'll say it again. Fuck PewDiePie. Anyway, let's move on. There's a new Hellboy picture out, and David Harbour looks fucking rad. I'm Connor McGraw. Welcome to the Phantom Zone. Uh, I'm Marlon Harrow. Hey. Alan? Bus driver was drunk. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. That, that, uh, help. that was a uh, <laughs> si- that was a Silent Hill homecoming reference. No, that I don't was a reference. Doesn't help uh, Andrew Littler know the difference between our voices. But I thanks. Ain't fuck um, himself again. No, stop that. Seriously, cut that shit out. Introduce I'm the only one allowed to say that to him. Fuck yourself, Andrew Littler. <laughs> okay. Um. All right. So we got to talk about this because I suggested it. Everybody. We have a special guest. I would I wouldn't say very special at this point. This is what like the fourth time I've been on. <laughs> You're kind of the yeah, unofficial <laughs> new fifth member. I'll take it. Yeah. Whatever. I I kind thrive. I kind thrive on hearing my in. voice. Yeah, yeah, you and Andy like sharing the, the fifth slot right now. Mm-hmm. We'll have to fight it out. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah. Eric yeah. again. Hi, everybody. I'm going to give you both a piece of these chicken bones that I'm eating right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, no, you split it in half. Like, you split, uh... yeah. <laughs> And I walk up to you and go, we're going to have crack tryouts. Oh, God. Um, oh, shit. Yeah. My pool is open, and my roommates can hear me screaming. Hang on one second. How dare you? I um, feel like Andy has a an anger bubbling underneath the surface that I would be destroyed in minutes. Probably. All right, so there's like, one photo. Um, he's like, what's his face from Ready to Rumble? Yeah, so there's one photo that... um that was in the group and if you're in the group you've seen it and then there was another one that was released um and i'm gonna put that in the chat so we can look at it um staircase yeah that's that's the black and white one yeah yeah um and i i I like the color one better this Mm -hmm. other one looks like i don't know it looks like something from like a weird b movie um but yeah. Well, did you fine. did you mention what we're even talking about? Well, we 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 kind of talked about it a little bit. Um, so we were talking about the Hellboy reboot, um, starring David Harbor, um, and a bunch of people on the internet got really uh, got dirty diapers about it. Yeah, uh, yeah. A lot, of, a lot of people got unnecessarily angry because um, it's not Ron Perlman. Well, the thing is, like, looking at that first picture that was released of, you know, the all the color one of him looking nice and not even cherry red. Like, he actually looks like a muted red. Like, I didn't see a huge difference other than the physique yeah. between um, Ron Perlman and yeah. this version of Hellboy. It's almost the, like the David Harbour is a younger, different. more physically fit guy. Yeah. 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 Isn't that amazing? It's almost, yeah. like, it's almost like David Harbour isn't a man who is three years shy of 70 
who is probably Jesus running Christ. down on his career at this point, and maybe possibly doesn't want to do a whole lot of action roles, and maybe possibly the studio doesn't want to put an older guy in that kind of role. So maybe, probably, everybody should shut the fuck up. I'm shocked that Ron Perlman is that old. I didn't realize he was that old. <laughs> to be fair, didn't they do that Ron- with uh, Connery and Bond? No, that's not what happened. With no, uh, okay. If we want to go into that, that's a whole other subject. Yeah. Um, Ron Perlman was more than open to doing another one. I've told yeah. this story before. Legendary didn't want to give Guillermo del Toro two hundred million dollars. There's also that. They just didn't want to do it. They well, were. Like, I mean... he, he wanted to make a giant movie um, to finish out the franchise. So those are two things going against him. Oh, you yeah. want to make it for $200 million, and you want this to be the end. Like, this is the end of everything. No future Hellboy movies. No other installments. This is this is it. Was Guillermo saying that? No, but okay. If you go off of what he's said, he's always had a plan for three yeah, movies. Like, yeah, and a vision. Yeah, and the third one would probably be Cronin and What's-His-Face coming back, which... I've never been for my thing should be for me it's always been every movie should be different every single one different villain different aesthetic even um not also, I mean Hellboy 2 Hellboy 2 came out in 2008 yeah, yeah. we are almost a decade away from it like it <sighs> Yeah. Well, to touch back on the uh, whole budget thing, too, like, that was an issue uh, Del Toro ran into with Hellboy 2, because I remember reading a New York Times article about the film, how uh, in the, uh, what is it, the the troll market, mm-hmm. the uh, character that was helping the uh, elven sister, like, hiding her, like, the guy who looked like his head was made out of a city, Del Toro's original plan was to actually have, like, miniaturized people walking around in that tiny city for a head and the studio was like how much is that going to cost and he came back with whatever exorbitant sum and they're like yeah no yeah and that movie cost 150 million dollars to make and Um, I guarantee it didn't make that back you know I'm just going to say this hot hot take oh here it comes (laughs) Guillermo would have made a better Hobbit Hobbit movie than fucking Peter Jackson I that's think we all know take. that. That's, that's not a hot take. take. That's an accepted take. Yeah, that's, we a, all, that's kind of a known... I, to be fair, take. I don't know what the difference is. Okay. Wait, it's very it's very simple, actually. Um, Peter Jackson did not want to be there. Mm-hmm. Are you are you saying you don't know the difference between a hot take and an accepted take is? Yes. And, an accepted take, take is something that we all agree with. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. an accepted take is, is, is not a hotly contested opinion. Okay, or, so a hot or, take is everything Andrew Lillard says? Basically, if you want okay. an example, that is of what a that is it. You are out of Littler digs the rest of the show. Yeah. Very I'm sorry, Andrew. Allowed, I'm the only one allowed to do them. Fuck you, Andrew Littler. Um, uh, yeah, acceptable yeah. take would be just. Oh yeah, no, that makes sense. If okay, you say so that like, Empire Strikes Back is one of the greatest films of all time. That's an yes, acceptable take. That's an acceptable okay. take. Return of the Jedi is better. What? Slightly hot take. That's no, I'm not take. saying that's not my yeah. opinion. Oh, well. Okay. I like it better personally, but that's that's my opinion. I don't hot, claim that hot it takes is. are people who hop on Twitter and go, Puh, "The Force Awakens was just a New Hope, and it sucks." Yeah, yeah. compared to it draws a lot from New Hope, and that's fine. Whatever it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's yeah, it's. <laughs> but like a, a hot it's take not would be a, it's not having a dirty diaper. As I like said. a hot, a hot take a would hot be. Take would, 
Val Kilmer is the best Batman. That's ah! a hot take. Oh, <laughs> I actually, I actually until, thought that before I saw Batman Begins. Before Ben Affleck, I actually thought that a little bit based off of just physique. Um, God, I didn't just think look. That. I was like, ah, it's still Michael Keaton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. I, I like the I like the fact that he kind of looks like what I imagine Batman is looking, but that's beside the point. Um, so, what were we talking about? <laughs> no, we were talking about... <laughs> oh, boy. No, so we got into the Lord of the Rings thing. Peter Jackson didn't want to be there. He basically had to do the movie because there was nobody else that could do it. Um, and, and for some reason, Universal felt like it needed to be done. Yeah. And it... Well, I think that was Warner Brothers. I can't remember. Um, Universal Warner Brothers. I can't remember. Uh, oh, it's yeah. definitely Warner Brothers. Never mind. Yeah, and then, but basically, Gamo left because him and his family couldn't live in New Zealand for an extra year longer than they originally planned. Um, just because he wanted them to have a steady life in where he initially wanted to raise them. Um, and I'd like to believe he had some artistic integrity. And it's like this doesn't need to be three movies. Like yeah. what are mm-hmm. people doing? But he he continues to put himself in these situations where he has to ask for more money than he should. Um, part of why at the at the mountains of madness is that the uh, name of it? Oh uh, yeah, it's yeah at, at the, the mountains, mountains of madness. madness. Yeah. Part of the reason why that never happened is because he was asking for too much money. Mm. Um, James Cameron was going to produce it. Yeah, yeah. He wanted like a big star. And he wanted to make it, again, for, like, $200 million. And that's fine, but, like, and here's my problem with that. We know that Neil Blomkamp exists. And we know that Neil Blomkamp made District 9 for, like, $20 million or some bullshit like that. If I told you District 9 was made for $150 million, you would believe me. Like, well, yeah. I think with the Neil Blomkamp thing, though, is, I mean, he comes from the world of special effects, yeah. so he, he knows how to cut corners. That's my sure. guess, at And least. if you watch his short films he's been doing, yeah. they, look, that they look gratuitously expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. They do. I've only watched, like, two no, of them, but I've been... Alan, he, he has left that Halo short in the dust. Are you talking yeah. about the uh, Destiny ones? No, I'm talking about his new original short films he's making that are bordering on, like, weird-ass sci-fi horror. It's just, uh, oat, just look up film. pictures of Zygote. Just pictures yeah. of Zygote. You don't even need to yeah. watch Zygote. Yeah. Nah. The, I can't remember the name of the movie, but he did. A, there was a short film where um, it was about, I think it was set in Vietnam. Yes, where a that's fucking what I watched. River God cursed the soldiers, and like this, it's a. It was a farmer who had his hut burned down. His family and, like, killed too. His family killed and becomes like a deity of rage, and yeah. like there's entire like uncut sequence of like. His flesh is stripped away slowly. Like, he's just walking, like, blood vessels and, and bones at one point. Well, just the... Uh, that sounds the metal as fuck. The, uh, it is fucking rad. There's a point where you see, uh, I think it's a Huey, or it might be an Apache, some sort of helicopter, being dismantled in the sky, if I remember correctly. Yes. It looks yeah, and it looks, was. it looks amazing. Like, it does not look like something that should be for free on YouTube. I mean, mind you... The whole premise of Oat Studio is like, hey, do you like this? You should donate to our what is it? They have a they have a variation. Kickstarter, Indiegogo, yeah. GoFundMe, something along. Go got, fuck yourself. Sigourney Weaver to show up for one of these fucking things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's friends with her, so he it was very easy for him. Um, Can I just yeah, say like, how mad I am about 
Ridley Scott? Uh, no, because we're talking about Hellboy. <laughs> um, we got to keep it on track somewhat. Um, but yeah, like, so the point is, Game del Toro, this was never going to happen. He was never going to make a third one. Which, as I think about it more, and the fact that he was never going to make another Hellboy, I'm more okay with this movie. Um, and it's and Neil I, Marshall, I yes, directing, and that's something else. Right? That's something else that these these like, I'm just going to call them rampant complainers because that's at this point what y'all are. Mm-hmm. Um, and Hunter, who's not here, made an excellent point. Um, it's not Ron Perlman is the new Tim Curry was better. Ah. Tim Curry I don't know about was, that. Tim Curry was the only good thing about that. And TV it's not necessarily did. yes, it's not necessarily that that the Tim Curry is better thing is an illegitimate complaint. It's that it's the mindset of oh, this new thing is fucking frightening and enraging me, and I'm going to rail against it just because. Yeah, that's true. That's well, true. It's nostalgia for the sake of nostalgia, not yes, for true. actual actual merit. You're 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 so butthurt that something has changed that you can't form a rational thought about it. Yeah. Well, and. Anyone who wants to complain, at least with the Tim Curry thing, first off, you didn't you didn't get to watch it when it was on or TV originally when it was airing. And at no. the time, even then, when I was watching, I'm like, "This is okay, I guess." Like, I mean, I'd read it at least twice by that point. See, I, I saw that like, movie when I was really fucking little and didn't know exactly what I was watching, and it scared the shit out of me because I had no idea what I skimming through channels with a friend, and we came across this clown, and it was mesmerizingly terrifying to a fucking seven year old. Yeah, I couldn't. That. I couldn't watch horror movies when I was young. I think I've said this before. I I couldn't do it. Like I couldn't even sit through Alien before the Alien had even shown up, just yeah. knowing that oh, something man. was going to happen. No, so Alien for me, it were the three big things I was exposed to at a very young age. Yeah, uh, yeah. And Alien and it terrified me because again, I was seven or eight. I don't remember. Yeah. No, it, like, my brother made me watch when I was I think three or four, and scared what? the shit out of me with Sallow. Rich. The second Return of the Living Dead movie. Yeah, that movie's terrifying. I, I, if you're Return a kid. of the Living Dead? Yes. The ones that are more oh, comedy? Oh, wait. Than... Actually, the Tar Man did scare the crap out of me. Yeah, the Tar I Man's was... fucking scary still. No, I'm, I'm talking Tar about Man the was ones... In the first Return of the Living Dead. I'm talking about the the, the one where it, it takes place in a, like a town. Like a little... Like a town. It's the one with... Um, uh, Clue Gallagher... Clancy Brown. Is it in a cave? What? Uh, Clancy no, no. Brown. It's is it the one that has the one point where they're throwing brains out of the back of a truck to try and lure the zombies to the electrical plant? I think so. That's definitely yeah. part two. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's, yeah. That's with Tarman. Tarman is fucking terrifying. Oh, I thought Tarman was in the first one. I must. Tarman is in both. He is in the first oh, one okay. prominently, and he's in the second one for, in the beginning. Okay. Yeah, I haven't watched the second one in forever. So. Second was the first one I ever saw. Oh, really? Oh, yep. man, I, see, my parents showed me Night of the Living Dead when I was, like, six or see, seven. See, uh, that's the thing. So. I saw Night of the Living Dead first, and then years later just discovered Return of the Living Dead and assumed it was the sequel to Night of the Living Dead, because I was still young at the time. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Yeah. And it was marketed as an official sequel to Night of the Living Dead anyway, so. Yeah. Yeah, I saw Dawn shortly after I saw uh, Night of the Living, and then I saw Day a couple years later, so. I didn't see both of those until I was older, and I was like, oh, fuck, Day of the Dead is actually my favorite horror movie. Um... <laughs> Well, until Hellraiser 2. Um, but uh, it's a Hellboy thing. Um, yeah. yeah. Honestly, yeah. I think people just... It's an attitude that also stems from, like, a reboot. Yeah! Like, I kind of yeah. have that a little bit, too, because we've had so many there's, bad I mean, there's... There's been so okay, many bad a, ones. That's a valid complaint. However, like, like, 
But to do this at every opportunity seems a little ridiculous. I Especially agree. when you just said, like, we weren't getting a third Hellboy movie. This is the closest <laughs> thing you're going to get. That, that's well, true. Be happy we're getting a, another Hellboy movie at all. Yeah. And outside of that, like, Hellboy has existed pretty healthfully, or healthily for quite a while since the second movie was shot. And there's so many more things to pull from at this point. True. Yeah. There's a lot more stuff. There's a lot more lore now, even than there was ten years ago. Like, if you, um, like, the, if you like the Hellboy comic, like, please be thankful that you got two movies yeah. out mm-hmm. of a really obscure comic. Yes. I mean, the fact that we got one movie is crazy yeah. for this yes. character. Um, so I'm I'm glad that they're doing it again. Can and we just, uh, just, can we sprinkle in a little bit of news in this in this whole thing of maybe the, I just I just no, want to no, go just, around just have Daniel Day Kim the, the Daniel Day oh, Kim thing. We'll get to that. Well, that's that's yeah. We, we can get to that, Alan. But I want to okay. give like gen, everybody a chance to give their thoughts on the picture. Okay. Okay. So I'll, I'll go first since we all know I am probably the biggest fan of those original movies. Um, it's fine. The design's fine. I like the long hair. I like the going for a different look. Um, I think that's the six-shooter. I'm not positive. If it is, you know what, going for smaller, that's cool. I kind of like that it was like, well, it should match the hand. But if that's that's a shotgun, fine. Looks fine. Um, Not a fan of his arm, though. Uh, It's a bit uh, chromey. Yeah, uh, like it's it's looking more biomechanical than like yeah ancient. yeah like, and I, I like the fact that like the original has like a symbol like etched into it, and it like feels like there's something. The lore is connected to it, like, and that symbol goes into his arm, and like this is a detail from the first movie. Abe Zapian has the same symbol because guess what? They're supposed to be brothers. Um, wait, what? Or not Ape Sapien, uh, Samael. Okay. Got my names confused. Samael and Hellboy are supposed to be brothers. They are siblings. Um, Which makes it so much weirder when you see them trying to tear each other apart in the first movie. Um, uh, And and again, if you just... Just looking at the symbols, they're exact copies of each other. Um, So little aspects like that, but otherwise, like, it's fine. There really shouldn't be any... There really shouldn't be any weirdness because Del Toro and um, Mignola wrote the script, cover wrote the or wrote the script together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's just, it's fine. Like it's a good design. It's a good design for Hellboy for this movie and for what they're going for. I get the feeling they're not going into his backstory. They're not going into the whole thing of I'm the key to hell based off of this picture. I think it's really going to be more. More Indiana Jones, more Monster of the Week, sort they of. Cast every, well, they cast Every Avengers. Yeah. Now, that is something. Yeah. They went too hard about. in the paint in the, uh, in the first one, for lack of a better term. Like, yeah. they, they tried to regurgitate so much lore onto you that it was, it was kind of hard for people who've never, like, even approached or knew that this was actually based on a comic to actually understand that this was coming from a source. Like, I do agree with that. Yeah. You already have you already have Rasputin showing up, which is rad. But in the same sense, like then it's also like, oh no, he wants Hellboy because he can bring about the uh, God. What were the many angled ones or the uh, the seven dragons? I can't remember their exact. They the were exact the title they used the old ones. The, yeah, they're supposed it's to be super. It's super Lovecraftian. Yeah. yeah. Um. To be fair, Rasputin um, is in the, the first uh, comic. 
Um, the aliens in the first collective. That look, the 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 aliens. The aliens in space? space. Yeah, because I remember. Well, you know, remember the beginning. Remember the beginning. The uh, one of the uh, lights went through the portal and uh, illuminated one of the eyes. Yeah. Yeah. You, you well, see those are yeah. Those are crystal in prison. Yeah, those are Leviathan. Um, and the the Orguju. Or Goju Hot. Um, That's it. Which is uh, also sounds super Cthulhu inspired. Yeah. Oh, it totally is. It totally is. Um, yeah. Yeah. They get they get very heavy. But even but even or, you look at Samael, you're like, oh, tentacles. Yeah. 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 So I'm fine with the, again. I'm fine with this design. We can talk about this. We'll talk about Broom in a separate thing. I am. I said it before when we talked about this. I'm. I didn't want them to cast Broom. I wanted them to just ignore that character. So I'm bothered by that. But uh, who wants to give their thoughts on the picture? Just I got it. Um, for one thing, if you glance at it, it's Ron Perlman. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, it is. Yep. It's strikingly similar. Yeah. Um, bo- I do like both, that. Both Ron Perlman and David Harbour, while not they're not mountains of men, they're kind of big guys. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And they both fit this, this, this look very well. Um... And for some reason, whatever reason, once you slap David Harbour in this makeup and costume, he looks frighteningly similar to Ron Perlman in the costume, which is kind of fueling my distaste for everyone going like, it's not Ron Perlman. But it, it is. <laughs> well, like, we're not watching. I think they have more, seriously, I think they have more right to do that in that black and white picture, um, yeah. which we, which are, we're looking at both. The black and white picture, he doesn't look like Ron Perlman at all to me. No, no, he mm-hmm. looks it, it looks totally different. Which Yeah, he looks like Rob Zombie. Um that's like the first thing that's coming in my head. But like also and, like why like like, you... like I don't know, like when they make a new Batman movie every ten or so years, do you just want the same Batman design and the same Batman actor to just shuffle on out there and just do the same thing? Like That's or fair. Do you want something <laughs> different totally every fair. time. So you can actually differentiate these two different kind of tellings of the story. Yeah, I do think that that would it would be a lot like if somebody said, "Well, the Ben Affleck suit it doesn't have the plates and his helmet doesn't move the same way, and you know he should be slim and skinny like Christian Bale was." It's like, well, that's that was the Christian Bale version. Yes, of that. and the reason why it was slim and and trimmed down was for mobility and realism. Also, it's Christian Bale's a small guy. Yeah, Christian Bale is not <laughs> massive, and like Christopher Nolan wanted to tell a Batman story where it's like this could, in theory, technically maybe happen in our world. Yeah. Well, that and Christopher Nolan was telling a different version of Batman. Like, yes, there are yeah. so many different variations on the Batman mythos that you can have the hulking Frank Miller version from Dark Knight Returns. You can have mm-hmm. a lithe one that would have been, I don't know, I guess a John Byrne run. I mean. A lot of times Batman is a lithe and, and but powerful fighter, but you can do that with a lot of different versions of a character. While with Hellboy, yeah. like he's kind of a static thing in the comics. Like he's mm-hmm. not he's not a very changing thing. Like he is what he is and that's it. And you, they don't really do a whole lot different with him. Yeah. True. He's, and with and... your uh, sorry, with your earlier point, Connor, about uh people wanting like you know, saying that, oh, well, I want the same thing. Like, I think some of that stems from people seeing that Ron Perlman has been very vocal and very public about the fact that he wants to continue in the role of Hellboy. 
I get it. Yeah. Like, I understand, like, Obi-Wan, fucking, Ewan McGregor is basically on his knees begging Disney to throw him back in that role. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I doubt it's going to happen. Yeah. I don't see, yeah, I don't, I don't see them not bringing him back. I think that's the difference there. I think, so here's the thing, I think Ron Perlman didn't happen because Mike and Gamma are friends. That's yeah. the only reason that Ron didn't come back. That whole like, team probably didn't want to do it without the other few. Yeah. So the, he would rather start over. Like yeah. He'd rather do a new thing with it than disrespect Gamma's version. That, and mm-hmm. if you're trying to get a new Hellboy franchise like series launched, you mm-hmm. do want a younger actor because you want yep. longevity out of this. True. Yep. True. You can't, like, it's, money. It's, Although, it's, to be fair, the makeup allows you to... You could have brought him back. But again, I think the respect thing was a big part of it. Yeah. It's it's one of the reasons why like we're not going to see Tony Stark for much longer in the MCU because I, Robert Downey Jr. is is quickly approaching sixty years old. Oh, mm-hmm. I, quick quick side note: I I would bet almost anything in Infinity War we're going to see him and potentially somebody else get knocked off. Oh yes, yeah, or yeah, or like lost in space or some yeah. weird shit. something along or those they, lines, or, the, or the de-aged, fucking, or fucking opens yeah. up and they, they somehow find a younger Tony Stark somewhere. Yep. yep. <laughs> right. Or, or like it, he... it happened, they pulled Tony Stark back in, or from, from the past into the future in the comics years or, ago. I so. mean, or if we... Ray Williams. Maybe. Um, a lot of things could happen. Remember that, uh, remember Guardians 2 when they're going through the space dimensions or whatever and their like, shapes are changing or whatever? Yeah, like, their faces really, are changing? The trip scene? Like, he could just, like, he could go into that area or whatever that was and then come out and he's still young. I don't you know, who knows what yeah, might who happen. Knows. Who knows? But again, uh, like, also, like, Perlman's age is a thing. Like, yeah, it's, it totally is. I think it is. He's 67. I'm not saying he's unhealthy, but he's almost 70. Yeah. yeah he could still kick our asses, though. I'm not saying true. he couldn't kick my ass. Kicking my ass would take him two moves. Yeah, it's not yeah. the same thing as filming a movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. and especially under not, a lot of prosthetics. Not the same thing as, as traveling across the country multiple times a year, getting put in five to six hours of makeup every day, like and having to do that what three, four more times, depending and on how long were, the series goes. And they were doing those movies in Romania. <laughs> yeah. yeah, which is another whole other aspect to it. Um. Yeah, I understand not wanting to do it. Like, I understand them not wanting to bring Perlman back and all that. And, and like, I, I fucking love Ron Perlman, but I'm okay with this. Like, yeah, how this many, is fine. Uh, anim- I've grown how- more okay with it, definitely. How many animated movies did they do of Hellboy? Like, they did, like, three. Yeah, like, I thought it was three or two. I can't remember. There's all, Okay, that's another possibility, too. If you want to bring Ron Perlman back, there is animated movies you could do. There's more anime movies you could do. Look what Vin Diesel did with the fucking Riddick character in the interim between Chronicles and uh, the last Riddick movie. Yeah, and I mean, also, just to bring this up, since this is comics we're talking about, I don't know if there's any anything like this pre-established in Hellboy canon, but the possibility of some weird dimensional hole opening up, and then Ron Perlman does show up for, like, a scene or some bullshit like that. Like, there's, like, I guarantee you, this movie or does well. They could go, they could find go some way to to bring him into things, possibly. I, I thought of something they could do, but it mm-hmm. would piss off the fans. 
<laughs> yeah, let's oh, do more of that. God. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. The thing is, they could do the... Um... They could do, like... If they wanted to send a Hellboy, Hellboy out, they could have done Hellboy... The Hellboy and Hell storyline. And brought him, yeah. brought him back. And, like, when, when he comes back, he's... David Harbour. Yeah, yeah but that's that something would, they could have done. That that's would still true. require two... I mean, a, a star that, as Connor pointed out, is potentially on his... Not on his way out, but his, his star is falling, for lack of a better term, and then having somebody... Or he's in his twilight. Yeah. For, yes, and somebody who's starting to get noticed for bigger roles. That would require probably a monumental amount of money on their part and then would put them back into the same place that uh, Guillermo was having problems with. Yeah, Ron yeah. Perlman is not the guy who was in Beauty and the Beast anymore. Yeah, yeah. true. Ron Perlman's like and a pseudo-cult yeah. celebrity. Like, people yeah. fucking and love it, Ron Perlman. And again, I'm convinced they'll find some way to bring him into this. They never... Oh, yeah, I, guaranteed. You never actually met um, Hellboy's father in those original movies. Ever. Yeah. You never that's, met wow, that's that character. Um, who's a better casting choice for that? Yeah. His father, yeah, if you point. look up Hellboy's father in the comics, he looks like Hellboy. Like, he's yep. like slimmer, hell, slimmer, taller Hellboy. There's no reason you don't cast Ron Perlman in that role. Mm-hmm. There's no reason. And... Like, and- I think it'd be cool if they did that. So they uh, they wouldn't even need to have an extended scene. Like it could even just be a flashback showing mm-hmm. like it could be Ron Perlman knowing, turning like, around and looking from. at the camera dramatically, and that would be all you need. Or mm-hmm. this actually yeah. the fucking th- the theater would blow up. They'd be like, ah! <laughs> I just thought of another thing they could do, and this was from the uh, Evil Dead remake. Mm. Oh, That's okay. Actually, not a bad idea at all. Yeah, yeah. like at the end, like there's a clip, and uh, he just. Like he just says groovy. He doesn't even need to change the line. Because um, Hellboy would say groovy. Do the same. Just do the same thing. Like just a black screen, and then like a cigar lights up. And it's just Rod and Perlman standing there in Hellboy makeup, and he's like, "Need a light?" And they're, yeah. they're never gonna follow through on what the original plan was for that. Yeah. True. The Evil Dead, the Evil Dead remake. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, so many reasons. I don't for care that. because um, I got Ash vs. Evil Dead out of it. Yeah, that's, like that's the best. Exactly. That's, that's just a, something better. Uh, Diminishing returns there, but that's my opinion. Um, yeah. Okay. I, I, we didn't get like Alan. Your just your thoughts on the picture. What are your feelings about the picture? Just looking at it. Um, uh, he. Well, it's very clear to see. To, you can tell by the. Uh, the APAC and the hair going down. That's not Ron Perlman. <laughs> um, Thanks. Shit, I thought his hair in the original Hellboy was his. Also, not well, something from the Perlman Hellboys. His hair was always in a ponytail. Yeah, it was always yeah. up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Also, he looks very um, battle damaged. Yeah, as you can tell by the uh, ripped yeah. uh, jacket. No, no. There's some scarring there. Um, yeah. Um, Eric, any like initial thoughts when you first saw this picture that sort of come to mind? I was honestly completely fine with it the first time I saw it. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be something very different when we see him in motion. But for these two photos to be the first things they're putting forward, I, I have a lot of faith that they're actually 
trying to do a good job with him. And I mean, I feel like they probably made some choices that were very similar to the Perlman outlook or outfit look, whatever you want to call it, um, to the mm-hmm. Perlman makeup. <clears throat> and they knew they kind of had to do that. But I'm fine with it because, I mean, the Perlman makeup was very much in line with the comics. And really, Hellboy's kind of a hard character to screw up because of uh, Magnolia's yeah, it, artwork. And, like, this could have gone, for anybody who really has an issue with this, this could have gone much farther south if you think oh, this yeah. is bad. Do you all, oh, yeah. let's, let's, let's go back a year and a half, two years, and remember when Jared Leto was revealed as a Joker. Uh, <laughs> well, you, just yeah. have to, you just had to do that, didn't you? I you did. I had to ring it back. I'm sorry. I went to the fucking nuclear option. Okay. Um, I literally watched yesterday a clip from I'm Heath Ledger where it's him crafting the Joker. All right. Okay, so let's go into casting stuff because Alan brought that up, and we'll go piece by piece. Um, first big one that they announced after David Harbour was Mila Jovovich. I'm in. I didn't know yeah. that, and I'm so fucking in. Like, yeah, she's, uh, oh, she I, shit. I hate those Resident Evil movies, but no, she's playing Nimu the Blood Queen, which is, she's oh, probably okay. Elizabeth Bathory, their version of Elizabeth okay. Bathory. Okay. Also, it's, Mila Jovovich so, is the best thing about those wretched movies. Yeah, she is. She's, 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 the she's best. awesome in everything she does. Except Ultraviolet. That movie is a crime against humanity. Yeah. Uh, but her is like an ancient shit. Russian vampire. I'm like, I, I believe it. Fuck yes. because she's Russian. Also, I want to see her in more things that aren't Resident Evil. So, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 She's good. I'm in. They haven't cast Liz, which I'm kind of proud of them um, for that. Uh, they had, But they did cast Professor Broom. I'm not a fan of this. Ian McShane. Uh, I'm, I'm, I love the actor. Um, I don't, it? I, I don't think he's right for Broom. Okay. Um, well, he can't beat John Hurt, who basically <sighs> just well, made the role. Yeah, because yeah. the role was nothing in the comic. Like he's there for two pages, and then he's dead. Um, and then he would be in flashback. Also, it's kind of like it's it is kind of like going from. Um, not this is bad because I like both choices. It is like going from Michael Caine to Jeremy Irons. And Michael Caine is this very nurturing kind of like father figure Batman, and then you get to Jerry Myers, and he's this fucking sassy, attitude filled. Will you not, will you just fucking get laid, Bruce? Kind of guy. I feel like the difference there is <laughs> the difference there is Alfred has been so many different things to so many different people. So yeah. Michael Caine is not Alfred Goff in any way. They are as far apart from each other as Michael Caine and Jeremy Irons are. Um... So I was more okay with that, but you're right. Like McShane, he I just don't. It's when you think of like who can we do that is comparable to John Hurt. Ian McShane is the bottom of that list. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like talent wise, I'm in. But... Talent wise, Ian McShane fucking rules. Yeah, but I'm just like, again, like when we initially when they initially announced this, I said don't don't do Broom, don't. Retire that character. Yeah. One more thing about Ian McShane. I think Ian McShane is a better bad guy anyway. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, just looks, you, uh... he looks like someone who just conveys evil better. Mm-hmm. Did any of you watch American Gods at all? Not yet, and it's on he's, my list. He's good he, in he's it. He's good in that, um, but I mean, he's not. He's not who I want to have as the nurturing father figure for this yeah. demon child. Yeah. yeah. And then what was I'll that movie? Why these? not? Um. Why not? Fucking. Um. Oh God damn it. Um. Uh, in David Bradley? Mm-hmm. No. Why is? Oh, he'd be great. He as would be. like if 
if um, you're going for the original one. Why is my brain farting? Uh, he was in the opening few minutes of Star Wars 7. He gets killed. Fuck. Oh, oh, um, oh, oh. Um, God fucking damn it. Uh, yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. He this was, is uh, pissing me the fuck off. Uh, Max von Sydow. There we go. Yeah. yeah, no, Max yeah. von Sydow would be a great choice. But yeah, once again, as Arlen said, yeah. like it's it's such a small role. Like I mean, obviously they're going to well, make him I mean, bigger I in the movie. Well, I mean, I the fact that in episode seven he's in there for about a ninety seconds, and then Kyle Ren just stabs him. <laughs> no, he doesn't true. just stab him; he cuts his fucking head off. <laughs> he just fucking murders the shit of him. Someone who he yeah. knew. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And Max von Sydow and Max von Sydow is fucking German. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's like Swedish. Is he Swedish? I think he was German. Yeah, he's like because he was in um. Fuck, what's it called? The movie where the guy plays chess with death, um, or whatever. Um, oh, um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. But yeah, it's a popular uh, Swedish film. But I'm fine. I, I guess I'm fine with it. Again, I'm still against them even recasting Professor Broom because it's like, why even do that? You're just, eh, well, I don't then, get it. Like, then again, the same token, like why, why use someone who's a name at all? Yeah. If like, his role is that small, like why? What, just. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe find some older actor who's in his, like, fucking... Not who's about to die, obviously, but someone who's like, like, hey, you can do this properly and maybe get you some yeah. more work before your career's over. And I think Alan threw out a perfect suggestion. David Bradley. He's not as well-known. Um, there's very two very specific audiences that know him very well, um, but everybody else is kind of like, eh, you know, maybe they saw a Harry Potter movie and maybe they recognize him from it. Um... Or the strain, or you're yeah. a Doctor Who fan and you know exactly who he is, um, so maybe. But yeah, well, the strain so, mainly because John Hurt was the first was the original, um, original yeah. guy. Or the no original fucking character. way. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I completely uh, believe Del, it. Del, Del, um, Del Toro Pastor, or no, I, Del, Del, yeah. Del Toro or. Or Carlton Cuse's uh, past. I could see huh. Carlton Cruise doing that. Okay, so um, two minor castings. I don't know these people, but Sasha Lane. I don't recognize the name. Mm-hmm. And Penelope Mitchell. And they're playing uh, Alice Monaghan, Monaghan and Ganita, uh, respectively. Mm-hmm. I don't know those characters. I don't know these actresses, so I'm I'm just going to assume that they'll be good. Whatever I'm... those rules are. Wait, you said Ooh. Sasha Lane? Sasha Lane. She is from American Honey. I can tell you that right now just by looking at her, and that was something that got a lot of traction last year. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, this would I'm be interesting. wondering if the uh, the Alice character that you mentioned, if that's the... Uh, there's a blonde woman in the BPRD comics, and she plays a pretty big role, and she's actually pretty good friends with Hellboy, so I'm wondering if that might be who her character is. I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, okay. And who's and that one? Penelope Mitchell. She's been in a lot, lot of vampire stuff, actually. <laughs> she was in Vampire Diaries, and she was in Hemlock Grove, so she's been in a lot of, like, teen-ish aimed stuff. Oh, yeah, she's... Mediocre vampire she stuff. She is good. completely unfamiliar to me. Yeah. So very unknown. I, again, I'm just gonna go in assuming that they'll do a good job. So let's go to the one that had a little bit of controversy for a little while, um, and that's the character of uh, Ben Damio. Um, Damio? I really. Um, I this is the one Dino. where I do wish Andy was here, because um, he would tell us exactly how to say it. Um, but uh, he was at one point played by uh, Ed Scrine. Um, uh, screen. Screen. Ajax. 
And, yeah, Ajax um, and Dare in Deadpool. Yeah, and the, the original, uh, what the fuck's his name? Daenerys is boy toy. Um, the original who is, actor. Who is, who is conspicuously absent from season seven. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, he, it, yeah, and he gave the role up because of all the controversy, um, which I'll just get pat on the back right now. Yeah. Well, people are trying Good to on, take yeah. that away from him. What? I, How? Because what? that he wanted you to get a get some good public PR stuff. Out oh, there. okay. And if oh. any of us who are listening to this right now eat shit. Yeah. Yeah. He made <laughs> no, the right I, choice in the end. That's I, I would like to believe he made this choice and wasn't pressured into it, or it's not a, a non-altruistic move. Even if it's not altruistic, in the end, he made the right choice. Yes, yeah. it's the right decision regardless of his motivations or not. If he doesn't do it for some good press, it is fucking good press, and he's a celebrity, an actor. He wants good yeah, press. Good point. Go away. Good point. <laughs> yeah. Good point. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, bad press? Let me just soak this up. Who says that? <laughs> and also, people on he YouTube. might have made a difference. Like, he yeah. might have made a... <laughs> yeah. Um, people who have nothing better to do with their time. Again, in the end, he might have done something really good with that. Like that might and have also actually like made he a is not Ed Scrain is not someone who's in demand. Because right. the only two things you can come up with that you've seen him in are Game of Thrones and Deadpool. That's really it. Yeah, well, I'm sh- and obviously I'm sure he has a longer for... body of work. But that's the only two things where people go, "Oh, I know him from." I'm sure. well, for they... the guy that ultimately got the ball. <laughs> they got him yeah. for a bargain. Is guaranteed why they took him as opposed yeah. to. Yeah. yeah. So it's not like yeah. he's it's not like he's, you know <clears throat> it's not like he's you know, someone who can be like, Oh, I'm so famous I can pass this role up and, you know, not have suffer mm-hmm. any consequences for it. Like I'm sure, sure he's missing out on a fat payday. But now he's known as the guy with integrity, which does yeah, mean exactly. something. Um yep. and I wouldn't be surprised if he has more stuff lined up because of that. Um yeah. so that's good and like I agree with Alan. Uh, I, I've only seen Daniel Day Kim in a couple things. Never really watched Lost, but he every was single time I've in all the Saints Row games, I believe it. Every time I've seen him in anything, Johnny he's Gat. Good. Yeah, he's good. He, I, I believe one hundred percent, he'll be good in the role. I am glad that they didn't try to redo Abe Sapien. I think they knew that Shape of Water was coming out. Um, oh, again, I, I, I didn't even think about that. They're they're friends with Gamo, so they know like. We're not gonna step on Camo's movie, are we? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do that, you know. Um, yeah. So like, why would you want to step well, on Guillermo's Bioshock movie? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that didn't happen. I do uh, think that's, that they. That's not, that's not a joke anyway, and it, that that has me legitimately excited because when I first saw the trailer, I was like, "Oh my god, what is this?" <laughs> I got super excited. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> um, I do oh, think yeah, they could go for the ghost guy or whatever. That that oh, dude, yeah, like, uh, Kraus. Kraus. Yeah, they, yeah, they could go for him again. But in the also, next one, you can give me um, you can give me the uh, the the weird goggled fucking Sandman blade spinning mm-hmm. dude again. I don't care. Yeah, like the, put Ray, sure put Ray the, Park in a costume. Well, I'm oh, I'm curious with uh <laughs> with Daniel Day Kim's character, um, Benjamin Dymo Dymo, however you pronounce it, mm-hmm. um, if how they're going to play that off. Because, I mean, you obviously know what happens, Arlen. I don't know if anybody else who's on the show tonight knows. I don't. Like, mm. Okay. Yeah. Um, he, Hellboy is not something I'm an expert on. I'm not even you should You should check it. out the uh, BPRD comics. But um, that's where he and made I, his... And, and I've only actually read, like, the initial run 
of okay. Mike Mignola stuff. So I, I, oh, okay. I, years after getting back into comics, I'm only now like outside of fables. I'm only now breaking out of like the Marvel and DC stuff. Okay. So. Um, well, his character in uh, in the comics, um, he. I can't remember the exact reason I need to reread the BPRD Plague of Frog storyline, but he was cursed somehow. He was near death, and he was cursed, and it brought him back to life, but he also turns into this horrible demon-like creature. Oh, yeah. And ends up wrecking shop at one point in the storyline. So he's so I'm What's mm. <laughs> no, because he doesn't really have control over it when he's when he turned into this creature. So I'm I'm curious if he's going to end up being the villain or at least the major uh, major protagonist or some sort of some sort of point of uh, of uh, uh, point of of conflict for the for the movie. That like would be his in- issue. <clears throat> I, I don't know if that'll be. I feel like that's something they could play in later on. Especially if, like we said, we don't, as far as we can tell, they're not going into Hellboy's lore in this movie. And it is sort of like a one-off adventure. Again, like that's the thing that's actually selling me on this movie. Is it's a one-off adventure. It doesn't have anything to do with his lore or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But if, if they do go into his lore more in later movies, Hellboy knowing that he is the key to the apocalypse. And that sort of storyline that you're describing, those two things happening at the same time. And these two characters, we don't know what their relationship is going to be in this film. And I'm very... I don't actually know what their relationship is in the books. If they're, like, really good friends, or if they're kind of, like, you know, no, on the uh, edge. His, his character comes in, and because in the comics at one point, Hellboy leaves the BPRD. So okay. this guy comes in as kind of a stand-in to be a leadership role for them. And he's oh. very he's very militarized, which is very different than kind of the the... A carefree way that they were going about things in the past, for lack of a better term. Okay. So that's that's why I'm curious to see if they're going to make him an antagonist of some sort, or at least his issue be a, or his his curse, whatever you want to call it, be a bigger point of contention for the bigger storyline. I mean, uh, I, I hope they don't. Yeah, write him out that's interesting because movie. knowing him as Johnny Gat, where he has like perfect comedic timing, mm-hmm. um, I kind of want to see him do something a little different. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I, I, like, see... I, I, I wish I was more familiar with his more larger body of work. But as a big mm-hmm. gamer, I'm like, holy shit, Johnny Gatz in a fucking Hellboy movie? Yeah. yeah. I'd be interested, because, so based off what you're saying, this story feels like we're going to get kind of like a buddy cop thing. Like, you know, the the freewheeling <laughs> guy who's like, yes. who doesn't care about the rules. And then Ben DeMaio, De who's like the we must do things by the book character. You know, he's going to so be the, he's the fucking Danny Glover. Danny Glover, like, God damn it, Hellboy! Yeah, well, that's that's the thing I think that'll make it interesting is because... I want I mean, your Hellboy, badge! Hellboy and him didn't really have any any uh, communication with each other from what okay. I've read because the, the Hellboy comic went in a very different direction and BPRD was more of a uh, straight-on comic series, for lack of a better mm-hmm. term. Like, it, it, you know, it went issue by issue and it had a continuing storyline, larger story arcs, while Hellboy has always been kind of a, hey, I want to tell this cool story, let's see what artist I can get for it. Okay. <clears throat> Interesting. Oh, huh. So I think, that's, I think it's going to be a melding of the two series in some right. way or another. Yeah, because... I, I do get the feeling that there might be a larger arc there, where... That again, that curse storyline might play into them like becoming friends. Like that's yeah. how, they, like that's how they get over their initial like 
roughness with each other and like tension that they might have from having two different styles and so that'd be interesting yeah Um, and that's that's what i'm hoping they don't just get rid of him after the first movie because i mean i would love to see daniel day kim in multiple hellboy movies right he doesn't Uh, get to alaska in the second he's also he's also a uh, an ethnic actor in a potentially lead role so of course they'll kill him off and replace yeah that's good point good point (laughs) yeah Um, yeah. but they'll bring the back Myers from the Walking the Dead movie. problem. Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> oh man, we have two black guys occupying the same space. We can't have this. Okay, every single time we talk about Walking <laughs> Dead, I get sad. Um, Same. So, um, <laughs> I, I brought this up at work yesterday, and someone was like, "Holy shit, you're right." <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I guess that it would be uh, black men, not women. Because I was going to say, I mean, if it's just black actors, and you've also got Michonne, and then the other two guys, whoever. Yeah, no, are. the black the black yeah. women are always safe. It's a, for some reason they, it's like, "Hey, hi, T Dog. Oh, here's Tyrese." And all oh, of a sudden. God. Oh, one of you's yeah. gotta go. T Dog was just a stand-in for Tyrese, but regardless. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay. Um, I got jokes. Hellboy. Yeah. Um. Looks good. Uh, the biggest actor on the whole thing is Mila Jovovich. So um, <laughs> fine. I can't David, wait. David Harbour is gonna have a very nice career ahead of him because Stranger Things, yeah. I think, has done a lot for a lot of people. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Look at the yeah. kids. It. Yeah. Well, I mean. He was, Wolf, he was as long as the second the star season. of the children of the children cast too. Like he was the one who got the most dialogue and got to chew up the most scenery. Mm-hmm. As long as the second season doesn't shit the bed, I can see Hellboy doing it really well because people who like Stranger Things will go. Dude, and see Stranger Hellboy. Things, Stranger Things put Winona Ryder back into the like the, the American consciousness again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, still looks true. Yeah, Winona Ryder yeah. is still one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen, and I love her to pieces. And I don't care if she's crazy. Mm-hmm. Not at all. She looks like a cat who got lost, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I, I really do hope David Harbour does have a long-standing career. Um, wouldn't be surprised if, like, suddenly he's back in the James Bond movies dude, again. Dude, because of... please. No, my dream role for David Harbour right now is fucking Jonah Hex. Please, someone oh, make him Oh, Jonah. my God. Oh, Warner Brothers I feel like that might be going... too similar, though. Like, I feel like that would be... Yeah, I don't think that'll happen, but I would like that, too. It's a, it's a cool idea that will never happen. Oh, but, they like, uh, poison the well with that one. Yeah, I'm glad that, <laughs> He's I'm been, glad that he won't be, Jonah like... Jonah Hex has been relegated to the CW. Oh. Yeah, that's true. I'm glad he won't be, like, weird villain number two anymore. Like, he won't be the bad guy in Liam Neeson movie where he... What was the one? Where he plays, he also, like, the private detective. He also won't be like this a serial guy. killer. Hang on, I got it, I got it. Hang on. <clears throat> what if Superman came down in the White House and kidnapped the president. I actually like him. Hey, David, <laughs> that was David Harbour? Yeah, yeah, that was David Harbour. Man, that must have, that movie was so bad I forgot he was even in it. Uh, yeah, um, he's had a lot of weird roles. But uh, if you're wondering what I meant by James Bond, he is in. He is the guy who's above Felix Leiter in the Casino Royale-verse. Um, so that's, I don't even know who that is. Felix Leiter is the CIA guy in in the James Bond world, um, so yeah, that I don't, I don't I, Quantum of Solace happened, and like it's almost like I'm like I slept for the rest of the great yeah. universe. <laughs> um, yeah, I know what you, I know what you mean. How dare you? No, like Quantum of Solace is a bad film. <laughs> Quantum of okay, just just real quick. I went to see Quantum of Solace. I was like 
fuck yeah, fucking new James Bond. I haven't seen James Bond in theaters in years because I didn't see Casino Royale in theaters. Mm-hmm. Uh, I go to it. Within 35 minutes, I am hardcore asleep in a movie theater. <laughs> Here's the thing. Gun violence and explosions. You're not the first person uh. who said that to me. Oh, no. <laughs> I went with my younger brother. He fell asleep right next to me. Oh, my and God. And I kept I on him awake. Fuck out. I've, so, only yeah, another... asleep, I've only fallen asleep in like three movies, and it was because I went to see them at like one in the morning. So yeah, that's not that's not surprising to me. Um, but yeah, I'm glad he won't be resorted to other CIA guy who doesn't like James Bond, or again, guy who slices up mobsters' wives or whatever. <laughs> like that's not his role anymore. Or, or guy who hopefully. thinks man is American terrorism. Right. So he but, was he was basically the uh, Caucasian version of uh, who was the Asian actor who was in every like '80s film who was just that one bad guy. Oh who yeah. Had, the male pattern baldness, but the long hair. Oh anyway. my god! Mm-hmm. Oh my god! He was oh my god! In, he's in, he's in fucking weapon. Die Hard. Yeah, he was yeah. the guy in Lethal Weapon who's grabbing the. Uh, oh no, that was he's Die Hard in... where he's grabbing the Snickers or whatever it was. Yeah, <laughs> and he's yeah. in like he's in like Black Rain and like what's the yeah. other one that he's in? He's in the I John mean, Carpenter one. We don't uh, see David Harper turn into guy with yeah. stars Irish. He uh, was uh, yeah. he was the head of the uh, the uh, evil street gang in uh, mm-hmm. in little in Big Trouble in Little China with like the Uzi or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah, like that was that. He's not Same that guy, guy in Die Hard. Yep, he also has an Uzi in Die Hard. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> He's one who gets choked out by Mel Gibson's legs in Lethal Weapon. Yeah. He's the same guy in all three movies, in case you didn't know. So that's, uh... He just dies and comes back and just changes identity. Quick, yeah. uh, quick side story about him. I'd read, uh, I'd read an article that was talking about like how he's actually a super nice guy. Like somebody him. had seen him at I think the bookstore they worked at. And they went up to him and said, you know, hi, you know, I love you and your roles, whatever. And he's like, oh, you know, I'd, I'm so sorry. I don't have anything. I could give you the autograph. Next day when the guy came into work, the dude had come back and dropped off like 10 headshots, all autographed. Holy and it was shit. just to give them out to people. I don't know how true that could be, but I, it sounds like something that that dude would be if he's if he loves the fact that he's just that Asian actor. That dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a shame that uh, uh, wrestlers of that caliber can't get that kind of appreciation. You walk by Virgo to fucking autograph booth, you're like, ha fuck you, and just walk away. Oh, also, David Harbour was an equalizer. He is a local Boston gangster guy. Oh, He's man. Been, okay. oh I forgot he really about that. Is. Okay, so this he, he really has been a bunch of that guys. Yeah, he's been like, he's in Black Mass as John Morris. Oh, God, I remember who, oh, God, I remember Black Mass now. Um... Uh, I don't want to. <laughs> but I haven't seen Black Mass yet, so... A Walk Among the Tombstones, that's the Liam Neeson movie I'm talking Liam, about. That's the Liam Neeson January Action Geriatric movie. Here's the thing, that's actually a good movie, but... It's, January, it's the January Jerry Action movie. That's the we're supposed to call it. God damn it. Uh, no, but, um, you're fired. <laughs> but no, like, he's in the Green Hornet as Scanlon. Oh my god, he is... <laughs> oh, he's... Oh god, he's been in... Two Law and Order Criminal Intent movie episodes. Two. Count them two. Wait, has different people with the same guy? Different guys. Oh, no. <laughs> I wonder if he was a villain in both of them. Um, oh, 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 no. No, he's been in Law and Order four times. Four times as different people. Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, One of those times he had no. to be the guy that you thought was no. the main bad okay, guy. I was wrong. Five. Five uh. times. Count him oh, five no. times. Okay, this is <laughs> turning. Hold on, hang on. 
Was he also in all three uh, versions of CSI as different characters? Um, let me see. He like, wasn't that in that CSI. Is, that's TV death. That's that's <laughs> like getting an ergot except in bad roles. But he was also. In, <laughs> but he was also in the uh, the the hit show The Unit. Um, I don't even the, know what it is. Unit. Um, and uh, he was also in Lie to Me, which is actually not a bad show. But if, uh, yeah, he was in a lot of those like weird, weird. Oh God, he's been he a, a working wait. actor. Yeah, Let's put it that way, a working he, actor. But you know, played after, Dracula. After, after what? <laughs> he played Dracula. I'm sorry. <laughs> he played Dracula. No, okay. So I don't know if anybody's ever heard of the show Awake. Um, uh, uh, what? Awake, or no, it's a movie. Oh, it's a Hayden Christensen movie oh, called no. Awake. <gasps> no, oh, I know no. what this is. This is post-Star Wars, and people are like, holy shit, Hayden Christensen's trying to be an actor? <laughs> I so he's like a, is he like glass. a dream sequence? Like there's a dream sequence where Dracula shows up? Or something just, like that? I'm envisioning him as the sheriff from Stranger Things, but dressed up in a bad <laughs> Dracula costume. <laughs> <laughs> just got like 5 o'clock holy shadow. Crap. But aside from a couple movies that are like not bad, like and, he's in Brokeback, and, um, and Batman also kill him as Dracula and just punch him in the dust. God. <laughs> he, he didn't kill him. Technically, that joke, um, that joke is only relevant if you're in the Facebook fan, uh, Phantom Zone group. Yep, you should be there. Also, he's a dock worker in War of the Worlds. So <laughs> that, yeah, oh, no. yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Okay, we're getting close to uh, full show up. Size. Well, I mean, we're basically a full show, but still. Yeah, it doesn't like, matter at this point. Um, again, besides, we're glad that David besides, Harbour is doing This is better. what you did to us during the fucking the video game hour episode where you consistently brought up Tony J's extensive body of work when the man was like 96 years old when he died. <laughs> and, I mean, he, and he worked until he died. Oh, is that the one about Nosgoth and all that? Yeah. Yeah, we, we talked yeah. about Legacy of Kane, and uh, yeah. Alan yeah, yeah. was like blown away and like totally. He's like, holy shit, Tony J. No, I was blown away about both Tony J. And uh, what's the other guy, Michael something? Michael Bell. Michael, Michael Bell, Bell. Simon, and Tony J. have all been around for fucking ever, and people don't realize it. Oh, guys, uh, I saved the best for last. You want to know what show he was also in? Oh, oh boy. Hit us, hit us. He was in. My favorite show, Banshee, as as the character of Robert Dalton. I don't remember who that character is. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even but, know what that show is. Oh, like, you've never heard of Banshee? I've heard oh, the God. name, but uh, no, no. You should watch Banshee. I, I, this is my thing. I tell everybody they need to watch Banshee, and nobody listens to me. Um, you tell me to watch Banshee because that's where Ward from fucking Iron Fist is from. Ward but, like pops. I'm I'm really like I'm afraid to go into anything with Ward and just be like God, you're fucking pathetic. No, he plays like a a, a Jack dude. It recovers like a recovering neo-Nazi or whatever who's like recovering from racism, and he's he's I just, he's pretty I great in the I'm show. I can look at him now. I look at him and just imagine him in my head going like like God, I'm a, such a sad human being, and now I have a gun. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty close. Um, pretty close. Um. Yeah, no, but the yeah. premise sounds interesting. Now, Banshee's a weird show. It's about a guy who pretends to be a cop. So watch that. It's, I still like that word got to mention in Defenders. Eric, I thought you were talking about Iron Fist for a second. The character? No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Hey, where's Ward? Not in this fucking show. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's how they handle it. Oh. Anyway, uh, I'm happy for David Harbour, and I'm glad he's doing big things. 
Yeah. 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 He's going to be in a lot of stuff I'm now. I'm getting more Hellboy in any fact or fashion. Like, it's True. fine. I'm that's... glad we get... I'm glad I get things I like. That's that's the thing. I just I don't understand how people can be bitching about getting not the most obscure, but one of the more obscure corners of the world of comics getting put up on the big screen. Like Dude, like like okay, we're getting a third Hellboy movie, and like yeah. the valiant, the Valiant just, comic universe is like we're trying to get there. Like yeah, I mean, <laughs> just listen to what you fucking said. We're getting a third Hellboy movie. Like, what bizarro planet are we on that this is actually happening? Yeah. And then, I Guys, mean, as people as we can tell... Avengers movie. You realize what planet we're on? Like... Uh, yeah, no, that's I, true. I get it. I get it now. Grown up geek. It's the best. I get it, but... I also got Marvel, three blades. Marvel and DC are a very safe bet. Dark Horse yeah. is not so much. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just the thing about this. There have been more Hellboy movies than Spawn movies. So that's a thing. No, <laughs> well, there's a reason. <laughs> and if and if you went back to 1999, or no, not to 19, let's say 1996, 97. and I told you <laughs> there would be three Hellboy movies by 2019 and maybe two Spawn movies, you would have punched me in the face. <laughs> Especially at the Spawn comment. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Although, well, actually, I think... It's more fun if you go back in time and tell them, like, hey... I mean, that spawn movie and they'd be like yeah i'd be like the second one never comes out <laughs> <laughs> this reminds me of that uh pan dude where he goes back in time about t- telling his younger self about life in t- 2000 or post 2009 or post obama like <laughs> have you can fit it on something that fits in your palm <laughs> and but who's the president a cool black guy <laughs> Named Barack Hussein Obama. God damn it. Um, and now we may even get that second Spawn movie. Wait. <laughs> no, we won't. No, we won't. <laughs> Todd, McFarlane, Todd McFarlane is going to screw that up somehow. It could, oh, yeah. it could be a day away from being released and he would say something Wait, that would piss off the wrong person. You're telling me that Todd McFarlane could somehow screw this up after, after 20 years of screwing this up? Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> you know, he's he's a man of his word. We're getting, yeah, we're getting. Yeah. I'm filming with my own fucking action figures. Uh, yeah, he, the guy who went into an interview about Spawn and just gave everybody the pitch that he gave to get the movie made in the first place. That guy, yeah, well, that, uh, he put a yeah. fucking countdown on his Facebook page. He put a fucking website up, and he's like, "Hey, big announcement concerning the Spawn movie." And the announcement was, "There's a Spawn movie." Yeah, the only thing that was news was Blumhouse was involved, which God is great. Damn you, fucking Todd McFarlane. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Someone just needs to knock him out with his own baseballs. Is that, like, please, just stop all the anger towards these, like, just be happy with what we're getting. Now, I'm not saying shut up and take, like, you know, a fucking shovel full of shit. I'm saying, like, stop selling shit out. To like you know, stop setting city shit adrift before we yeah. even see a like you know this put to film. It's a same like, like okay, I understand people's problem with the new Ghostbusters, but like the fact that people were just like nah, fuck this entire production from the moment it was announced. Yeah, those yeah. are all bad people. Um, yes. Yeah, like the people like, who saw the movie and said I didn't like it. That's different. That's, yeah, that's totally different. Yeah, but yeah. Ugh. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I feel like it, it went quickly from, oh, hey, there's a lot of really cool, uh, for lack of a better term, nerd interest films coming out. Like, mm-hmm. oh, cool, you know, there's this, that, and the other thing. And then the production really started up, and then all of the news about these things continued to come out more and more and more. Because I feel like out of all of the films that I follow and I'm interested in, like, it seems like comic book-related stuff gets the hardest and harshest critics and the most leaks out of everything. Mm-hmm. Like, even Star Wars had less leaks than I think some of the Avengers movies have. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And well, I mean, most of that is Tom Holland's fault. The bright side of this is if this movie does well, I think the more horror-leaning comic book stuff might get done more. Yeah, maybe we, maybe we'll get more Spawn movies. Maybe actually, because I'm sorry, yeah. I would. Here's my thing: I don't want to not see a Spawn movie. I just think Todd McFarlane's mm-hmm. full of shit. Spawn yeah. is cool as fuck. And I, I'd like a Thirty Days of Night movie that isn't terrible, then made by sci-fi. <laughs> Uh, I don't I, hate Thirty Days of Night. I, no, I like yeah, the first. No, I'm talking about Thirty Days of Night, Dark Shadows, or no? What I, is it I called? Really, I didn't even know that. You've was never a thing. seen this, no. so they made a sequel directed direct to no, sci-fi. No, produced oh, by no, sci-fi. Nope, nope, nope. No. La 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 la. Fingers and ears. I love that first movie. Yeah, I love that first movie. Okay, okay, we're on the same page then. They made a sequel. They none of the same actors. Of course, no, not. not even the same director. The effects are the <laughs> sci-fi, <laughs> sci-fi channel movie. It's yep. something else. It, it, the effects things. are the, the effects are Megaboa versus Super Constrictor. Yeah, is that a sci-fi movie? I don't know. It could be. It probably, it probably. probably. Speaking it's of not, other things, be. sci-fi ruined. Uh, Red Faction. Uh, oh, oh Jesus but, Christ! Thanks, Alan. So, now I want to yeah. punch you in the throat. Yeah. But if this leads to more occulty stuff, more like yes, if it leads, if this leads to stuff, more, if it okay, look, I'm gonna bring up it again, not for the reasons people are thinking. It just cracked three hundred three hundred and seventeen million dollars or three hundred seventy million dollars. Wow. I can't remember. It's an obnoxious number for a rated R mm-hmm. movie for a horror movie that opened in September. Yeah, this is a mold breaking opening because the general consensus is rated R movies don't sell. We can't get mm-hmm. teenagers in the fucking theater. Guess what? You're wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this movie just came that close to breaking this movie the record held by Deadpool. Barreled through the goddamn door. Mm-hmm. So if this and like we talked about with Logan, with Radar comic book material, um if this opens the door for more horror related comic book properties to see the light of day in other T V like premium TV, like HBO, Netflix, fucking Showtime, mm-hmm. or major theatrical releases. Cool. Please well, give hey, me. We've we've got Damon Lindelof doing Watchmen. <laughs> That's bizarre to me. It really um, is. I guess. Yeah. Um, no, give no, me like, like I, give me a fucking torso movie. Give me a From Hell movie that isn't butchered from start to finish. Uh, oh. I just want to see a From Hell movie that's done well, just so it pisses off Alan Moore. Oh yeah, that yeah. Too. I, I want to see. An, I, I want to see a From Hell movie done so well. He just sits there in his fucking castle in Transylvania and just stews. <laughs> <laughs> as he as he gently talks to his snake wife. As he just sits there and just like taps his fingers together, like stroking his beard. He's like, "What can I do?" He curses the executive or something. <laughs> um, he's he's too busy mining silver to make more rings. 
Oh, that would... Come on, he doesn't mind Silver himself. He has his fucking manslave to that forum. Oh, no, no, no. He needs to do it because he needs that anger to channel into curses, so... He just... He, he flies down his stone spiral staircase with a fucking cloak like that Snow White gif of the Evil Queen. <laughs> just picks up his pickaxe and he's like, Fucking DC, poom. Fucking did it again, <sighs> Fuck Guys, you, Jim uh, Lee. Hey guys, I love Alan Moore to death, but he's a crazy yeah. person. Yeah, he is. Yeah. And he's really fun yeah. to make fun of. And it's, yeah. it's this character that we have created for him is far more amusing than he is in real life, so. Actually, the fact that he isn't like this in real life is probably largely contested. <laughs> <laughs> well, on a uh, on a slightly divergent topic, surprise, surprise, from uh from what you were saying, Connor, about how like, you know, hoping that with it doing as well and maybe this will open the doors to more horror themed things if Hellboy does well. I would I would hope that might even then make some executives want to try some things that are even more experimental. Like take any of Grant Morrison's stuff. And I'm not saying do the Invisibles or Doom Patrol, but just try some of his more uh, out there storylines potentially Or hey, hey, maybe, just maybe a fucking Sandman movie will actually materialize. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Um, no, 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 that's too much. <laughs> yeah, the, the sort of things that are never going to happen, or they'll happen on TV. Okay, let me rephrase. And... Maybe a Sandman TV show. Yeah. I feel I feel like Sandman works better in prose, honestly. I just I can't see it being adapted to live action in any way, shape, or form and doing well, it justice. It's such a literary story. Yeah. Like it's, it's yeah. It's like when you adapt Watchmen, and you're like, why is all this action sequences? I'm like, because Watchmen in its own form is kind of wordy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, mean... It's from hell, and they turn it into an action whodunit, and it really bothered me. Connor, what were your words uh, when I, uh, I when we were talking about Watchmen? And, uh, I think exactly. You were, I, I said, like, the, it's, it's extremely talky. Yeah, because I kept bringing up that uh, un, the Underhood part segments would, were... Yeah. were it just felt like reading a prose the, novel. Under the Hood and Tales in the Black Freighter are essential to the reading material. Um, mm-hmm. Not really, I wouldn't say essential, but like, if you read them, you're going to get more out of the story. Um, well, it's just, it's it's great flavor text that happens to yeah, be its own exactly. miniseries within a miniseries. And Tales in the Black Freighter is like a weird metaphorical, like, kind of prediction of how the story is going to end anyway. Yeah. Sort of. I haven't. I haven't. I know Watchmen from start to finish, but like I couldn't tell you the details of Tales in the Black Freighter unless I went back and reread or rewatched it because it's super. It's super obtuse. Yeah. yeah. It's all narration. That's... It's it's weird as shit. Almost like it was written by Alan Moore. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Um. Yeah. This be but this will be interesting. Um. Definitely mm. into this movie, I guess. Um. Yeah. And we are way longer than we intended. <laughs> yeah, that's what we do. <laughs> especially when we start having fun like we have been for the last 30 minutes. Yeah. Especially when I've been locked in my work all day, which is basically, I love my job, but it's a stone mausoleum that has no windows. Mm. You're very it's you're a, very punchy. It's an old, <laughs> it's an old <laughs> building that has no cell reception and no windows, okay? So you're at Alan Moore's house. Yes, <laughs> I actually mine his silver. He's actually Wait I can hear him. I can hear him coming down the stairs now with his torch in hand. Whoa. He's going to whip the shit out of me in about five minutes. This right. is very disappointing. 
<laughs> what are you doing on the computer again? <laughs> Can we just do an entire episode to part <laughs> Possibly. Oh my god, yes. Um, this is all actually kind of cut in handy. That kind of uh, well-timed theme-wise, because I don't know about the rest of you, but if fucking November is pre-Christmas and September is pre-Halloween... Yeah. So all this chit-chat is kind of nice for our... Um, I'm sure we're going to launch into a nice horror-themed everything going forward, so... Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Especially in October, I kind of want to talk about... um, uh, uh, What is it? I Just a tease for something. I want to talk about, like, horrifying comic book deaths. God, just run straight into the fucking Halloween shit. You mean what happened to Kyle Rayner's girlfriend? Okay, we're not going to do that. <laughs> I'm talking more of horror-related stuff. Anyway, off topic. But yeah, I think we can wrap up. I think we're done. Yeah. It has been a fun episode. I'm Connor McGraw. You can follow me on Twitter. Uh, I still don't tweet. Actually, sometimes, like a few days ago, I tweet at crazy conservatives and call them fucking potatoes. Because yeah, they think Eminem is a fringe act. Was, I laughed at that tweet. Because they think that Eminem is a fringe act who doesn't have a lot of fans. Uh, and, and they were blam- They said that rap is only done by uh, Latinos and African Americans. Well, no, they said that African Americans and Hispanics only make music about violence. And yeah. that white people only make music about trucks. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, wait, let me see. Wait, yeah, I did the math. Yeah, it checks out. It checks out. Yeah, yeah totally. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, every time I can, every time I turn the radio on, it's just songs about trucks. Ugh. And beans. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, uh, okay, um... This, this show has uh, let, me, let me let out my inner demons. Okay, you can follow me. I'm Arlen Haro, and that's at AA Haro on Twitter. Um... Just follow. You, you, you will be entertained, trust me. Yeah, Arlen um, talks to himself. Really entertaining. It's, yeah. Well, he's talking to someone, but we never knew who that person is. Maybe he's talking to Alan Moore. Possibly. Speaking I of don't Alan. know. Yeah, I'm Alan. Uh, <laughs> I'm the good Alan, not the bad yeah, Alan. Me. Right. Uh, you can but eventually, at, you can follow me at the Alan Muir. Uh, yep. You can find. Video Game Hour on iTunes and lostharrow.wordpress.com Dark Souls lore episode. Good shit. Yeah, it should be up midweek through the Lost Harrow's theme week this month. month. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh... I feel I feel happy with last week's uh, Photoshop done by Hunter, who is not here right now. I'm just a fucking meme now for show art, and it's fine. With me. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally fine. <laughs> I was like, Hunter, what the fuck happened to the left side of his head? I'm just going to start doing a photo album of all just different faces y'all can use for the fuck you want. <laughs> just send it I, don't care for, I don't care for what show. I am just... the immortal Iron Fist. <laughs> <laughs> I, am, I am Randy Dan. <laughs> Now get out of my store. 
I'm uh, I'm Eric Fedorchik. You can find me floating around the Phantom Zone, and uh, I'm starting up a band. We're the Eric and the Swamp Things, and we're the preeminent band that covers the theme to the Swamp Thing cartoon. Oh and that's God. all we cover <laughs> at all times. <laughs> I, I have to I have to play triangle on that band. Um, well, we fight everything nasty. So you Harlan just us. walks up the end of every song, just like looks the crowd, and smacks a triangle, and just like stomps off to the left. And we just play the same song over and over and over again. <laughs> Swamp thing. Fucking god awful show. Bye everybody. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.